0: You are listening to the aesthetic vibes podcast and i am your host amy this is the podcast where we talk about relevant and totally irrelevant topics the idea here is to spread aesthetic vibes you're here now so why don't you hang out and we'll talk some shit Welcome to today's episode on the Aesthetic Vibes podcast. I am your host, Amy. We are here another day, another podcast. Today, I really think it's important for me to cover this topic. So I want to talk about aliens today. I think it's a topic that we can all agree is popular at the moment for a reason in particular. We have somebody, an American, so let's talk about aliens. Let's do this. All right, so we are being told that aliens are in fact real. Look, it's fine, it's fine. Um, let's discuss a little bit more though right so we've got this guy who's referring to himself officially as a whistleblower uh and basically he is claiming that the u.s government is hiding aliens and alien aircraft in their possession so on the 19th of july which was a wednesday in 2023 uh david grunch you guys know i'm bad with names David, who is a former military intelligence officer, told um, basically everybody and <laughs> anyone that would listen that all of the stories that we've read on the internet around aliens and aircraft and all that type of weird shit are true. Okay. So he claims that the government has debris that they've collected from crashed alien aircraft. And he says that um, basically, there are lawmakers uh, of the federal system that are retrieval teams that have collected this biology remains from aliens as well. So he considers himself, like I mentioned, a whistleblower, and he claims that he has interviewed dozens of people, several of whom have been injured by UFOs or attacked or whatever, and basically he's claiming that he's worked for many years he's kept this secret and for him this is it it's time to speak out so this is this is fantastic go for gold david however he doesn't present any proof so i think that's the biggest hole in the story for me where's the proof david david come on where's the proof give me the proof show me the tangible evidence Give me detailed descriptions. Show me something that maybe you've stolen and snuck out. David, come on, David. Everybody has an opinion when it comes to aliens. Some think, you know, it's bullshit. It's conspiracy theory. Others are open and they speculate. And then there are those people who are like, this is total bullshit. I don't buy any of this stuff. And um, they, then they then you got your other dudes that are like sitting there complete believers thinking that you know our brains are being you know red and they've got their tin foil hat on because that's the way to um to live right it's the way to protect the old noodle the old brain anyway what's my opinion i don't know show me the evidence i'm a very uh, practical factual individual give me the data give me the evidence show me the pictures, and happy days. If you can't present that, I'm going to question the validity of your claims. So with that in mind, I thought it was only fair that I did a little research online and plucked out some real life examples of sightings or interactions with aliens. So let me talk about the first, which is Betty and Barney Hill. So This is one of the most famous UFO alien abduction cases in history. So basically we've got Betty and Barney and they were driving along a road in New Hampshire at night when they saw this bright light that looked to be following them. When they eventually got home, it was daylight and their clothes were dirty and ripped Their watches had stopped working and they couldn't remember a single thing that happened the night before. During sessions with a psychiatrist, they later recalled being probed and violated by aliens during an abduction. Betty. Barney. I'm curious, have you had any beverages this evening? (laughs) No, I joke, I joke. Um... I find this interesting. There are more. So let's before I give, you know, a definitive opinion, let's explore a couple more. So we've got the O'Hare International Airport saucer. So on the 7th of November in 2006, there was a United flight 446 which began to depart from Chicago O'Hare's International Airport when a dozen of these United Airlines employees actually spotted an odd metallic craft hovering over a gate. The employees reported that it hung in the air for several minutes before shooting up at breakneck speed into the clouds. The strangest part maybe is that the UFO did not register on the airport's radar despite everybody claiming to have seen it. Authorities declined to investigate and they said you know what it's just the weather something happened with the weather you saw something hovering (laughs) it wasn't doing anything and then it shot directly upwards that's the weather guys (laughs) i love the like um what do you call it like the dismissal the general dismissal (laughs) that all of these have (laughs) Uh, so let's talk about something not far from me. The Melbourne 350. So this is another one, um, that's rather interesting. More than 300 students and teachers of, wow, there's a lot of noise out there. That's a truck. More than 300 students and teachers of Westall High School in Melbourne, Australia, saw a site on the 6th of April in 19... 19- 66. They were all looking at five planes that were attempting to corner and capture a UFO. This one went on for a while before the UFO actually zipped away out of sight. It was reported the headmaster of the school and even strange men in black suits told the students and teachers never to say anything about it, even though it was witnessed by hundreds of people. I don't know how you could corner up in the sky would be very difficult five planes would have to be circle not corner there's no corners right of the earth yeah unless the earth was no because even if it's flat there's no corners it would have to be a box (laughs) i don't fucking know um i'm curious if like how do we know that the world is round anyway this is this is a thought for a different episode I won't divert too much. So let's talk about the Broadhaven Primary School drawings. So the BBC reports that in 1977, a group of school children uh, from the Broadhaven Primary School claimed to have seen a UFO near their playground. The teachers of the school refused to believe them, but when the children were separated and asked to draw pictures of what they had seen and experienced, they all drew the exact same thing. A flying saucer creepy the thing is how kids wouldn't have corroborated like they wouldn't have um they wouldn't have collaborated rather in an effort to identify a flying saucer like it's just not something a kid would do or kids -er. so I don't know but then again I think to myself how can we trust kids when it comes to this stuff because they have wild imaginations so I don't know The next one is the Frederick Valentich experience. So he was an Australian pilot and he was flying over the Bass Strait when he encountered something he couldn't identify. So Frederick gets on the radio to notify the air traffic control that there was something strange and he's never seen anything like this before. And it was circling him and taunting him. And he said something to the effect of, it's hovering and it's not an aircraft. And these were the last words Frederick ever said before him and his plane disappeared forever. Creepy. Now that, sorry, I'm readjusting my microphone. It's in a very precarious situation. It's annoying me. I can't get it right today, so I apologize. Um, what the hell? Now that's creepy as fuck. And that's a true story. That's true. All of this is true. Let's talk about Fred Christman and Harold Dahl. That's like a tongue twister name. Harold Dahl. That'd be difficult to say. Like it's not my name. In 1947, Harold was out um, with his son and the dog. So Dahl saw six strange aircraft overhead. One of which fell estimated at 1,500 feet out of the sky and into water below it. The metal debris um, shattered off the plane and injured his son and killed the dog. Ronald told his supervisor at work, who was Fred, what happened and Fred came to actually verify the shit, the debris that was there himself. Soon afterwards, allegedly a man in a black suit supposedly came to ronald wanted him to never speak of the incident again and it said that this is the inspiration for men in black guys uh, guys could you imagine that a man in like a black suit shows up and he's like don't you tell anyone that you saw aliens. You'd just be like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> the, the final is Richard French and a drowned UFO. So in the 1950s, Lieutenant Colonel Richard French's job was to explain away the UFO phenomenon for the government. There, were o- there was really only one problem here, right? He actually saw alien ships with his own eyes and basically the 83 so so at it so he obviously did his job and then um, at a citizen hearing of disclosure in 2013 he was 83 and he basically said look I'm going to tell the truth for the first time ever and I'm going to tell you what I saw and I've kept this hidden my whole life for my own safety right so he said that he saw two UFOs that had crashed and sunk into the water and aliens trying to fix them. Then they fixed the aircraft and took off. Okay. Richard. Share that with us. Why are you keeping secrets? Richard. I don't know. Is he like at 83? Have you just lost your marbles and you're old and you're like fuck it i'm just gonna fuck with everyone that's probably me that's something i do but richard i'm curious uh he probably still wouldn't be alive now if he is well done but um richard we need to chat okay so to contrast these i did the unthinkable i looked for some reddit stories and so i've got a couple of reddit stories i'm going to share with you that claim they too have either seen or witnessed UFOs. Bear with me, I'm going to be reading these because they are in fact stories, but we have to consider both sides of the equation to arrive at a conclusion. So with that being said, let's jump into the stories. Okay, story one. Sorry, I'm just drinking coffee while I'm here. I'm just replenishing, I've got very low energy today. Let's talk about story one. This is the story of this person's father. And it happened in 1982 while the father was actually stationed on a military base in New Brunswick. One night the father's best friend and girlfriend left um, after dark and they went to see a movie at the at the movie theater. I went to say movie station. It's not station, movie theater. Cinemas, right? About... An hour later the friend and the girlfriend were back on the base and the car pulled in and the father noticed immediately that their car was really damaged and it was quite bad and it was covered in several different colors of paint. So the father asked them what had happened and why they hadn't gone to the movie. They basically just brushed him off went to bed. A few days later the father got his friend to actually sit down and tell him what had happened. Why were you only gone for an hour and why is your car an absolute like complete, complete write off? Um, so they were driving along a stretch of highway and they noticed lights coming over a hill just ahead where no lights should have been because there was nothing around for miles. So just at the base of the hill was a parking lot A bunch of cars were pulling into the parking lot to investigate the lights. So the father's friend pulled in too. Everyone got out of their cars and was about to start hiking to the top of the hill when a large disc with flashing lights rose above the hill's peak and emitted a sound, a very strange sound. Several cars got banged up in everyone's panic to actually get back into their cars and leave which would explain why there was paint on the car. So the father's friend drove back to the base as fast as possible. A few days later men in black suits showed up on the base looking for people. They talked to the father's friend and then sent him on their way. The father asked him what the men actually wanted to see him for. The men told the friend that He better shut up and say nothing about anything that happened if he wanted to keep his military career. I don't know. It's lights, a disc. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to story two. Okay, so this is a kid in the 80s, and they were spending a night at the aunt and uncle's house, which was out in the sticks of Tennessee. The kid was sleeping on a couch and woke up to a bright light coming through the kitchen window and into the living room. The kid was looking towards the light which was white and slightly flickering and after about 10 minutes turned the, their head um, as it was actually keeping him awake. couldn't get back to sleep. A few minutes later they turned the head back towards the light and was about to go and sleep on a different part of the lounge um, and they see a dark figure standing between themselves and the light. The kid was frozen, couldn't move or scream and approached me, reached out, and began tapping on my forehead with what appeared to be a nail or something pointy. And this went on for another few minutes until the kid fell asleep or was put asleep. They woke up the next day to a quiet house to go to the bathroom with this big red spot on their forehead and skin that was slightly broken, but no blood. Do we trust the mind of a child? I'd like to know how old this kid was because it doesn't say um i don't know i don't think i could look unless they okay i don't know if i could fall asleep willingly with somebody tapping on my fucking face but if they were put to sleep interesting do we trust children no we do not do we trust this story probably not okay story three final story Driving in the UK from a friend's dinner. We set off at about 10pm for a 15 minute drive home. There was this person, their wife, and three sons in the back of the car. They were driving near a particular base in the southeast of England along, 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 <sighs> on, which would have been a better use of language on a long straight piece of road when there was a flash that a flash of light that the wife and the individual telling the story noticed and it seemed to have woken up the eldest son in the back because he saw it too they have no idea what it was but they had you know the entire car kind of fell into silence because they were like what the hell something then flies over the car So close that you could touch it, and it was large. They got home, they kind of discussed the situation, and they're like, Well, it could have been anything, it could have been a flare, like maybe we were mistaken. You know, crazier things have happened. Fast forward just over a decade, and the guy, I'm assuming it's a guy, and wife were spending time with the eldest son who was the one who was woken up by the flash of light and they were recalling the event at dinner the youngest son who they are pretty damn certain did not wake up during the event starts actually talking about how it was remembered and, and he remembered it happening so he recalls the event that was very different from the other three and he says that he's never told this story before and he kind of thought it was a dream until they started talking about it that night at dinner and he described how the car stopped when we saw the flash we didn't move and a low flying object sat on top of us for a few seconds then flew off before the car started again apparently I completely so the person telling the story ignored the stop and start and simple, simply continued driving now here's the really cool bit that we'd never realised my wife had made arrangements to call her sister when we arrived home safely they left for 10pm and remember it's a 15 minute car drive to get home the wife called her sister about 11.45pm to say that we'd arrived home they have no idea what actually happened that night, how they lost the time and there are differing events. The guy, I'm assuming it's a guy, like I said, um, says, you know, I'm completely sober. I was completely sober. I was not under the, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever. But the youngest son insists that something very odd happened. And the wife was adamant that it took 90 minutes to do that 15 minute drive. And her sister backs this up. They don't know what happened, but they know something happened. Okay, I've presented the evidence. (laughs) Can we trust stories like this? I don't know. For me, the memory kind of gets a bit sketch when it comes to this stuff. Um, So if I was to cite something, I could confuse it for something else. Um, Crazier things have been done. I look I've said this before and I'll say it again we are not the only thing that exists we simply aren't the example I use is you know I I think I said I was talking about mermaids I think or fish or something in a prior episode we claim that we've only explored five percent of the ocean the available ocean on the planet our planet so how do we know that other stuff doesn't exist we don't know that the same goes for outside of our planet if we don't even know what is in or on our planet how the fuck do we know what lives external we don't and i don't know if the government's hiding this why why like what why i don't understand why are we keeping secrets from each other why is there secret squirrel business i don't understand um and it's not appropriate it's not appropriate be honest and open and you'll receive the same back from me Look, I'm a believer, but I'm also a skeptic as well, right? Stories from kids. eh, Like I said, don't trust kids. Overly active minds and fucking mentality. Kids are kids. Uh, As for humans, you know, sometimes we see things. um, I don't know. What do you guys think? What What do you think? Chances are I'll fall down a research rabbit hole and be sitting here with a tinfoil hat on in fucking two hours. You know, completely and utterly convinced that aliens are a thing so back on the whole US government thing I need to see the proof David, if you're listening I love the fact that David's never going to hear this and I'm addressing him uh, I addressed, I think it was Beyonce in my, my podcast with my friend and I was like Beyonce if you're listening no, anyway I don't know right I think this shit exists i think there's some merit to what these stories are telling us i'm very interested to know what you guys think you know uh, i want to see the proof i want to see the photos and the evidence and the data and all that cool shit that actually validates and quantifies what is hidden by the u.s government and i don't know interesting nonetheless i'll leave it there so in the meantime, you can hit me up on my socials at aesthetic vibes pod, drop me an email at aesthetic at outlook.com You can visit my website, aesthetic drop by my TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. Video versions of the podcast are now available under Aesthetic Vibes Vodcast, exclusive to Spotify. And the audio is on every platform you could possibly imagine. (laughs) So happy days. Um, Let's leave it and I'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.